Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Journal. A very big show we have for you today. I think we may do a Twitter space, definitely be opening up the phone calls. We have a lot to talk about in a variety of different topics, big stories breaking around the world. Let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 28th of February, 2024. Our first story is this. Google Parent loses $70 billion in market value after woke AI chatbot disaster. Yes, Alphabet, Google's parent company, lost more than $70 billion in market value in a single trading day after its woke chatbot's bizarre image debacle stoked renewed fears among investors about its heavily promoted AI tool. Shares of Alphabet sank about uh, sank about. 4.4% to close at 138.75 in the week's first day of trading on Monday. Google's parent stock moved slightly higher in pre-market trading on Tuesday. The massive hit came after Google was forced to pause its Gemini chatbot's image creation tool, which was turning out factually and historically inaccurate images such as black Vikings, female NHS players, diverse versions of Americans' founding fathers, and even an Asian woman dressed in Nazi-era German soldier's uniform. Now, we'll get back into this in just a little bit. It's just kind of bizarre since obviously these changes, these AI mistakes are clearly in line with ESG. So why this shouldn't bump their stock since that apparently is more important than making money to investors around the world. It's all very confusing. But again, we'll get into some announcements being made, some subpoenas being sent. Google is... Uh, well, they're not having a good time, so we'll get back into that later. But again, it's like they're like, we are working around the clock to fix our chatbot, to fix the image creation tool, which is hilarious because we describe this and we know from the way this works is that when you enter in a prompt, it is then filtered through a language model, which injects the things that are different about the images. So if you say founding fathers, it goes in and injects the word black. It was done on purpose by design. You could just delete that part of the code. It doesn't seem like you'd have to work around the clock to simply remove something that you put in there on purpose. But hey, what do I know? I'm not a, a, an anti-white software programmer, so maybe it is more complicated. Meanwhile, the army is cutting its force by 24,000 people in a major, what they're calling a restructuring. The U.S. Army is cutting its force by around 24,000 positions, that's nearly 5% in a restructuring effort. It says will help prepare to pre, pre, <clears throat> excuse me, prepare it to fight in future wars as it struggles to recruit soldiers. Something says preparing to fight future wars like downsizing substantially. Nothing fills me with confidence in the looming threat of World War 3 like knowing that our army has deliberately purged itself of a large portion of its more patriotic and free-thinking members uh, through COVID. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Meanwhile, U.S. nuclear weapons plant says open as normal after wildfire closures. So a nuclear weapons plant in the U.S. state of Texas said it would be open as usual Wednesday after pausing operations due to wildfires in the area. Massive wildfires in Texas forced the closure of the Pantex plant. Located 21 miles from Amarillo, it had halted operations and was constructing a fire barrier to protect its facilities. Which, once again, 
we remind you, eat the bugs. Eat the bugs. Stop breathing. Don't have children. Because obviously this is climate change. We also have this from Texas. Attorney General Ken Paxton wins case challenging $1.7 trillion federal funding bill passed unconstitutionally with less than half of the U.S. Congress physically president. Uh, physically present, rather. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton secured a major victory in defense of the United States Constitution in a court ruling that the more than $1.7 trillion omnibus spending package was unlawfully passed in the U.S. But that's just the way we do things now. It's an emergency, after all. We can't be restricted by the Constitution. Finally, we have results from the Michigan primary. Trump swept the race while Biden actually lost to indetermined. Yeah, we'll get into that on the other side. Stay with us, folks. That's your Daily Dispatch, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We have products that'll change your life that are amazing. I want to sell you products that really work so you want them again. But if you don't support us, we won't be here. Plus, you really need Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 95% curcuminoid. The strongest other top brands are 75, 80%. Nobody makes it 95. We went to the top, one of the top makers. We said, we want the strongest you can make. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off, InfoWarsStore.com. We have Nitric Boost, 40% off. We've been selling Nitric Boost for a couple of years. Never had it below 25 because there was hardly any profit there. We went to a place that gives us stuff just as good or even better. It's where we're getting it from. And it's 40% off passing the savings on to you. Nitric Boost, you need to experience it, you need to take it. So InfoWarsStore.com for Nitric Boost and so many other great products as well like TurboForce, 10-hour clean energy back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com, TurboForce. It's Wednesday, February 28th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start the show off today with politics. Talking about the primary race in Michigan. Some some interesting results there. I realized I, I got it a little bit wrong. So the story from BBC is Joe Biden wins Michigan primary despite sizable Gaza protest vote. So he won 80% of the vote, but uncommitted exceeded expectations with... 13 percent. However, he did actually lose to uncommitted in Dearborn, Michigan, by over a thousand votes. That's headline from Newsweek. Joe Biden loses to uncommitted in Dearborn, Michigan, by over a thousand votes. Of course, as the crew points out, lots of Muslims in Dearborn. And they voted uncommitted over President Joe Biden to register their objections of his handling of Israel's war in Gaza. We do have some updates to the war in Gaza, and we'll get to in just a second. But you know us, it's, it's early, people are just waking up, getting their first cup of coffee. So we like to start the show on a, on a lighter note. Usually our comedic fodder is provided by the President of the United States trying to pronounce an English word. This time we have something a little bit different. It's an Italian TV show making fun of Joe Biden trying to do normal human things. And this clip actually, or the the original skit came out about a week ago. We never played it, and they since have made a second one. So let's go first to clip number two here. Italian TV, 
mocking the president of the United States. Let's watch. Buonasera, Presidente Biden. Presidente. <laughs> he goes right past. The... Good evening, Mr. Pre no, President uh, Biden. President. Here we are, President. President. Uh, President Biden. Qui. Here. Yes. Yes. Good evening. Buonasera. As yes. Eh? I said to the president of Israel, sì. Mikhail Gorbachev. No, no, non è Gorbachev, non è Gorbachev, il presidente dell'Israele, no, no. Sorry, Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. no. When he went to the moon. Quando è andato sulla luna. And he was shot from Dallas. Ma non hanno sparato a lui a Dallas, quello è Kennedy. No, sia fermo, fermo, Presidente. Presidente. Long shot from Dallas the moon. Si sta, si sta confondendo con Kennedy. Uh, 14 sì. millions. Sì. Eh? Me, miles, Ford, Ford. Vabbè, ma non, è, ma non è lui, Presidente. To, uh, Mr. President. His wife La moglie. Tried to bring him. No, ma quello è Kennedy. È Into the cabriolet, do you... No, no, sta yeah. facendo confusione, Presidente. Yes. Sta facendo confusione, evidente. Sorry, sì. it was on the moon. Non è andato sulla it luna. It was Mars. No. Mars attack. Ma che Mars attack? No. Beautiful film. Eh? Where Netanyahu sang. No, ma Netanyahu, no. Netanyahu è, è, è Presidente di Non cantava. Over. Over. Vuole the garage. No, the rainbow era. Vabbè. It's opened by... This. Cosa fa? Dove va, Presidente? Cosa fa? Presidente? <laughs> Mr. President. Quiet. No. No. È la valigetta dei codici atomici quella. No, no. 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 Lei non sta bene. No. No. Gli <laughs> hanno fatto grosso, forse. No, ma non sono le pillole, non, è, non sono no, le pillole. No, 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 no. Uh, story on InfoWars. Watch Italian TV brutally mocks Sleepy Joe Biden's cog cognitive design uh, decline. Well, <clears throat> I sort of underplayed it. I mean... You should literally line that up with other Biden, in reality, just failing to speak coherently about anything at all. It really makes you wonder what is going through the minds of translators when they have like international meetings and Biden is um, mumbling incoherently. What, how are they translating that? What, what that? What's that job like, I wonder? So that was the first one that came out last week. They have, uh, it was extremely popular, obviously, because of its on-the-nose satirical parody uh, uh, character. It's, it's just, it's too good. It's too appropriate. It's sort of, sort of too easy, almost, to make fun of Biden. Because you literally just have to, just have to do what he does. It's like you don't even have to pretend or come up with anything. Let's go now to clip number four. Here's uh, the, the, highly requested follow-up skit from the Italian TV show. Buonasera. Presidente Biden. Oh, Presidente Biden. President, Mr. President. It's okay. Are you okay, President? It's okay. Okay. Tutto a posto. 
Welcome, benvenuti. No, di nuovo, mamma mia. President, Mr. President, ecco. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, si sente bene, yeah. sì. Sì. Uh, eh? Thank you. Thank you, mamma mia. Thank you very much, feel good. You are welcome, buonasera. Dove va? <coughs> eh, Mr. President, eh, oh mamma mia. No, non arriva la metropolitana perché non è la metro, it's not the subway, non è la metropolitana qui, no, no, no. What's your name? Con chi parla? Eh, Mr. President. Eh. My name is Joe Kennedy. No, Biden, lei è Biden, è Biden, ma con chi parla? Certo, prego. Ecco, se riesce, eh, if, you, if you can... No, 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 sta girando su... No, no, Mr. President, no, not turn... No, no, you have to... Hello, my name is no, Joe la... Kennedy. L'ha già salutato. He's trying to shake hands with the podium now. Again, it's... Uh... Not a joke. Not a joke. Very funny, though. Of course, we don't really need Italian skit shows to, to mock and, and parody and satirize Biden because we've got one of the funniest men in the world as our presidential candidate. Let's go now to clip number three. Here's Trump mocking Biden, too. You know, when I imitate Biden because he can't find his way off a stage, as you all know. He makes a speech that lasts usually about a minute and a half because the octane starts to wear off at a point. You ever notice he starts off strong within about two minutes he can't talk anymore? And then he walks off. You ever notice he always goes like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes back up to the mic and he's looking, he's totally lost. There's stairs all over the place. He can go there, there, here. He could jump off the front of the damn plot. But he always, he always goes like this. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine how broken as a human being you'd have to be to watch that and not think it's funny because you know you know when people who hate trump are watching that they're just like i can't believe this uncouth individual people like him so much he's a nuts it's just like imagine imagine having a having a cold dead brick of coal for a heart not being able to see what we all see which is we could have a president that is both incredibly skilled, completely uncorrupt, and hilarious to boot. But instead, all of these poisoned people with their poisoned hearts can't see through. See the joy that we all see. It's very sad. It's a very sad thing we have to deal with. We'll get into the actual politics of this in, in just a second. But since we're on the roll, since we're on a roll here, since we've had three funny videos, let's go ahead with a fourth one. This is clip number 14, a skit by a guy called Advice from Lewis at Advice from Lewis on X and Instagram. Uh, this is just a little a little peek behind the curtain with the, the powers that be, the discussions they have as they find their grip slipping and humanity awakening to their evil designs. Let's watch. People are coming back to their consciousness, sir. 
Did you poison the food supply? Yes, sir. There's no mineral left in the soil. Are you feeding them negativity on the news? Yes, sir. War and death. Social media. Yes, sir. Gender war. Damn. Racism. It's not enough. They keep coming back. What do we do? We need to lower their immune systems. I thought we did that already with the virus, sir. What else can we do? More poison. We'll put more poison in the crop field. We used all the we'll poison. poison the animals. The animals. And then tell them to eat the animals. This is why you're our leader, sir. Yeah. The poison in the yeah. animals. Train is doctors. To not address the cause. I see where you're going. But only the, the symptom. symptom. So, so they get, get treated, treated forever, forever and eventually, eventually die. die. And we still get, get the, the money. Sir, what about the people that have found cures for these diseases and are trying to help other people cure these we'll diseases? We'll make it punishable by law to say you can cure disease. What about the people that know the truth about COVID? Punishable by law to spread misinformation about COVID. But sir, that's free speech. We can't pass a law we'll like that. we pay social media to take down people that you even say the word. Pretty brilliant stuff. Uh, again, advice from Lewis on X and, uh, and Instagram. And I really see this along some other stuff we're going to cover today. I, I sort of get a, a similar feeling that I got right after Trump won the election in 2016, where it was like, you know, I, I joined InfoWars in February of 2017 because... The way I saw things going was like, okay, Trump's in, in office now. This is the beachhead. Now it's time to start working. Now it's time to, to double down and, and take advantage of this and take this victory that we've won and, and maximize on it, right? This is like the landing at Normandy. Now we have the beachhead. Now we have the position on the continent from which we expand and excel and drive forward on our offensive, Seems like a lot of other people thought, okay, we got Trump in office now. Now we can relax. Now we can trust the plan, you guys. We just trust the plan and sit back and let the White Hats take care of it. And, uh, yeah, how'd that work out for everybody? How'd that work out? Not so well. So I sort of see a similar thing here where there's such an awakening going on. There's so many people waking up to reality. See, this guy, Advice from Lewis, very funny skit. And I, I didn't know this guy before I saw the video a couple minutes ago. But just scrolling through his feed, I wouldn't say we're on the same side politically. He has a bunch of posts that I, I disagree with. But from that video, he, there's a lot of common ground. There's a lot of uh, things that we would agree on and want to work together on and recognize the powers that be and the way they manipulate and divide us. This is an opportunity that I feel like we're letting slip through our hands. Same way I felt after Trump got elected. It's like this is not time to relax. This is an opportunity to take advantage of. And whether it's that or what happened with Joe Biden in Michigan, there are people that are not at home in either party right now. And that's largely the responsibility of the blue blood, old wealth Republicans, the Koch brothers propping up Nikki Haley and trying desperately to stop the awakening, stop the transformation of the Republican Party into something that would actually work for the people of the United States and be able to bring in a broad base of American voters. And I feel like we're just, we're missing a, a major opportunity here to have some actual unity in this country. And, you know, I, I guess the powers that be also recognize this, which is why they're attacking Trump so hard, why they have for the last almost decade at this point, because they recognize that if if they can convince everybody that Trump is a, a racist, Nazi, uh, corrupt businessman, rapist, then 
you know, those people that would otherwise go, hey, you know, this guy actually opposes all the same things I oppose. They'll, they keep them away with those lies and that uh, and all the schemes that they've run. So they, they also recognize how Trump could be that person. And I really wish he would go harder on some of these things, in particular with Israel, because as we'll get to uh, Biden losing massive support because of his failure in Israel. And it wouldn't even mean that Trump has to come out going, it's a genocide in Gaza. It's a genocide. We'll make these Israelis pay. He doesn't have to go that far. But everybody recognizes that the reason Israel is able to continue what it's doing in Gaza is because of the sheer weakness and incompetency of Biden and his, and his administration. After all, the administration, as much as I hate to admit it, has sort of had the only appropriate response to what's going on in Gaza because the conversation with Israel and Gaza now has a very strange extremist divide where one side says this is genocide, this is sickeningly evil, you have to stop immediately and give Palestine a state and whatever. And of course, even farther than that, you've got people on the left mostly uh, calling for the eradication of Israel from the river to the sea, all this sort of stuff. And then on the other side, you've got people that are just like, yes, kill all of the children, kill them faster, kill their parents, kill them all, burn them down. I love it, which is very weird. So the only really appropriate response, I think, is strangely, the Biden administration says it. Of course, they're completely incapable of carrying it out. But it's like, like I, I, don't, it, I was just thinking about this because it's weird to me that I've never had a conversation, really. I had one with a, with a friend of mine about Israel and Gaza. But it's like, can't you just say like, yeah, it's really bad. What's that? Like, I don't like the killing all the kids. I don't like the 30,000 innocent civilians being killed. I get it. Israel's got to do something, but they could do something else. It's like, you're not allowed to have any nuance or like, I get Israel needs to defend itself, but they shouldn't be bombing all the kids. It's like, you either have to be fully in favor of saturation, bombing, eradication, forcible removal, treating Gazans like animals, or you're on the opposite side. Whereas in reality, the best thing would be, look, Israel, we know you've got security concerns, but there are other ways of doing it. There are other ways of approaching this. And if you can't deal with these security problems without killing 10,000 children, ah, you gotta, it doesn't matter. You got to stop. You got you to find a different way. There are different ways to do this. So at least the Biden administration has outwardly said over and over again, they're calling for a ceasefire. They're calling for a... a slow down a, a pause they they condemn some of the things that israel's doing some of the more egregious actions but they completely fail in every front and then veto a u.n resolution that would say the same thing so again whether that's just projecting publicly something they don't actually believe and you know their actions sort of bear that out as we are continuing to unquestioningly support israel or whether it's just because of the sheer weakness and incompetence of the Biden administration as they really do want to cease fire and just can't get it done. Regardless, I think this is an opportunity, and I hope Trump sees this. I mean, Trump's very interested in polls. He's very interested in the outcomes of elections. So I hope he sees what happens in Michigan, sees that what's happening in Gaza and Israel is a major weakness of not just Biden, but the entire Democratic Party. And he could be the antithesis of that, saying, look at these weak people they keep telling Israel to, to stop, and Israel just ignores them. They won't ignore me. I'm Trump. I'll make Israel stop doing what they're doing. 
he's not saying that for sort of obvious reasons. He's yeah, it depends heavily on on you know APAC and and Israeli funds. It's very unfortunate because again, it's a missed opportunity. We are at this moment missing an opportunity to steal large portions of the Democratic voter base by not supporting things that the Uniparty agrees on, like supporting war in Israel or Iran or Ukraine. Or, as, as uh, we saw from this guy, uh, advice from Lewis, going, going even harder against the globalist schemes that everybody gets are real now. They're not conspiracy theories. Everybody understands that. Thanks in large part to the trailblazing bravery of Alex Jones and everybody else at InfoWars normalizing discussions of topics like poison in the food supplies or depleted soil or all these other things that are rapidly becoming mainstream topics. So in Michigan, Joe Biden did win the primary despite a sizable Gaza protest vote. President Joe Biden is projected to win the presidential primary, uh, Democratic primary in um, Michigan comfortably despite a significant protest vote over strong U.S. support for Israel in the war in Gaza. Mr. Biden won 80 percent of the vote, according to projections, but the uncommitted exceeded expectations with 13 percent. His campaign will pay close attention to see if the results of the key swing state will spread nationwide. Many voters have been angered by the U.S. stance on the Israel-Hamas conflict. Activists from the, groups, from the group Listen to Michigan hailed the size of the uncommitted vote, more than 100,000, as a victory. People are in tears as the organization's watch party as tallies were periodically updated. So, yeah, I believe um, they were expecting like 10,000 or so, which would be a sizable protest vote in and of itself, but ended up getting... 10 times that amount with over 100,000 rejecting Joe Biden and voting for uncommitted. In Dearborn, Michigan, Joe Biden actually lost to uncommitted. Story from Newsweek. Joe Biden loses to uncommitted in Dearborn, Michigan by over 1,000 votes. A majority of Democratic residential primary voters in Dearborn, Michigan voted uncommitted over President Joe Biden to register their objections to his handling of Israel's war with Gaza. Biden and former President Donald Trump won the Michigan primaries on Tuesday, further cementing the chance of a rematch between the two in general in the November general election. But results from Dearborn send a message about one of Biden's biggest vulnerabilities ahead of November's voting. With 47 out of the city's 48 precincts reporting results, the uncommitted vote in Dearborn was 56 percent, while Biden had received only 40 percent, according to results posted by the city clerk's website. The difference was more than 1,700 votes. So I really hope Trump is paying attention to what, again, they call Biden's biggest vulnerability. Should that not be the area that you attack? The biggest chink in the armor. Many people, including Mr. Biden's own party, want the president to take a much stronger stance against Israel's military campaign. But see, he's sort of in a he's sort of in a between a rock and a hard place, because if he doesn't go more strongly against Israel's genocide in Gaza, obviously, a lot of Democratic voters aren't happy with that. If he does go a lot harder, what he knows is that it doesn't matter because they're not going to listen to you anyway. So if you come out and go, I'm going to demand, I'm going to force, I'm going to make sure Israel stops this war in Gaza, and then Israel just goes, no, you're not, and just keeps going, and then we send him a billion dollars, sort of makes you look weaker than if you didn't do that. So unless they want to actually withdraw military support, which, let's be honest, we've seen the way that they're planning to deal with the Trump presidency come 2024. We've seen the way that they dealt with the Trump presidency after January 6th. There's a high probability that should Joe Biden order the military to withdraw support 
of Israel and, and you know, withdraw air carriers, uh, aircraft carriers from the coast, uh, the military might just ignore him. They might just just keep doing it anyway, because apparently our military is uh, no longer under the control of elected representatives and is fully in the hands of the unelected deep state. Meanwhile, Trump did sweep his victory. Foreign President Biden, uh, Foreign President Trump scored a major victory in Michigan's Republican primary, trouncing his nearest rival, Nikki Haley, in yet another contest. The race marks the fifth state taken by Trump, who has notched several easy wins over a shrinking GOP field. With around 50% of the ballots counted Tuesday night, he'd received more than 67% of the vote, defeating uh, Haley's 27% in a total and complete landslide. Now, I wanted Nikki Haley to drop out. Now I think it's funny. Now I think she should stay in and see how low that number can go. I think it's kind of hilarious having Trump run against somebody with absolutely no hope. She campaigns fruitlessly in a, in a futile attempt to unseat the most popular candidate in my lifetime. Stay with us. We'll move on to uh, AI, trans, Ukraine. Lots of topics to come. Here is 2030. The World Economic Forum's agenda unfolds, ushering in an era where AI seeks to dominate. In this world of steel and algorithms, there's a ray of hope for humanity. It's bodies from InfoWarsStore.com. This revolutionary blend of ancient herbs and modern science stands as a symbol of resistance. It's not just about combating inflammation. It's about making your body feel invincible in the InfoWar. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and order yours before the sale is terminated. Working at InfoWars is a very demanding job, and hosting a three-hour talk show is very demanding as well. And I've got two sources for energy and focus, both available at InfoWarsStore.com. In fact, I never go on air without them at my desk. Turbo Force Plus, 10 hours of clean energy in one scoop of Turbo Force Plus from InfoWarsStore.com. So I take it maybe 30 minutes, an hour before the show. I've got plenty of energy to get ready, go through all the news, work with the crew to have all the elements ready to go. Turbo Force Plus, InfoWarsStore.com. And then I've got extra energy even beyond that. If I want to do interviews late into the night or help edit videos, come up with names and titles for the segments, I always go to Turbo Force Plus. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get yourself some Turbo Force Plus, take advantage of this sale while supplies last. Just one more thing. Never do I go on air without my Brain Force Plus as well. For mental clarity, mental focus, mental energy, also available at InfoWarsStore.com. If you've got a big presentation at work, a big exam coming up, go to InfoWarsStore.com, get yourself some Turbo Force Plus and some Brain Force Plus, and you'll support the InfoWar in the process. Turbo Force Plus, Brain Force Plus, InfoWarsStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I, I'll cut down to one. And uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? 
No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. In a world where ancient remedies blend with modern science, Jones knows the secret. Odd ease from InfoWars life isn't just any treasure, but the ultimate turmeric and inflammatory support. For millennia, turmeric's power has been recognized, but not all turmeric is created equal. With InfoWars Bawd Ease, you're getting turmeric root extract in a much more potent form. And the magic doesn't stop at turmeric. Paired with ingredients known for their anti-inflammatory properties like organic sage leaf and others, Bawd Ease is a symphony of nature's best. Joint support, flexibility, inflammation, and immune support. With bodies, you're not just unlocking the secrets of ancient remedies, but also supporting the show. <sighs> Discover the power of all natural turmeric. Grab your treasure today. <laughs> Head to InfoWarsStore.com and experience the magic of bodies for yourself. record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal, with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot of uh, videos to get to. Lots of stories to cover as well. About the deliberate collapse of our country, pretty much. Pretty much that's what's going on. So it's, it's nice to see the Democrats struggling electorally. Hoisted by their own petard. Because obviously they, they are responsible for the sizable populations of, migra of uh, Muslims in places like Dearborn that are now not voting for them like they're supposed to. But we could have we told you that. But let's get into, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, there, there really is so much. Well, we'll continue with the uh, political stuff here for just a second, but just put it in context and you know, it's nice to see them failing electorally because of what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Uh, but it, it, it'd be nice to see them fail a hell of a lot harder for all of the other crap they're doing to America. It's, uh, it's inexplicable to me how you can keep voting for policies that are obviously terrible in every possible regard, but it, it doesn't stop. So now we have headlines like this. It's been 30 years since food ate up this much of your income. The last time Americans spent this much of their money on food, George H.W. Bush was in office, Terminator 2 Judgment Day was in theaters, and CNC Music Factory was rocking the billboard charts. Sources, uh, Wall Street Journal, where you can see this chart of food spending share of disposable income. And all the way back in 1990, 
It was uh, up over 11%, but it dropped fairly steadily all the way to the 2000s. We had a slight bump, but really just a stabilization through the 2010s. Slight hike moving towards the 2020s, about midway. A major drop into 2020. And then there's this. And then there's this massive spike, this huge, giant spike that, of course, is caused by a, a variety of issues, but all of them the consequence of democratic policy, all of them. So part of it is obviously the economic shutdown for COVID, which was, of course, pushed almost exclusively by the Democrats as the supply chains failed. Food prices went through the roof, but it also has to do with the just overall inflation that's been allowed uh, to happen. And, of course, you'll see this spike uh, begins in 2020, but hasn't stopped yet and continues to rise. So these are these are real issues affecting people in their personal lives, consequence of democratic governance. So so why are you still voting for them? I wonder. It's gotten so bad. The Kellogg CEO is now celebrating more families under pressure by inflation resorting to eating cereal for dinner. Kellogg CEO Gary Pilnick was happy to report that more families are resorting to eating cereal for dinner in the face of economic pressure from inflation. Especially concerning since we know that most mass-produced cereals in this country now have Cormaquat, the estrogen mimicker puberty blocker that is apparently allowed to be sprayed all over our wheat products. Pilnick joined CNBC last week to describe his satisfaction with emerging reports that families are now turning to breakfast cereal at dinner time to cope with rising inflation. So I guess that's uh, it's just a modern manifestation of let them eat cake. Sir, people can't afford to eat dinner. Let them eat cereal. Wonderful. Nothing says a nothing says a healthy society like people eating Lucky Charms out of necessity instead of meat and vegetables. Really interesting stuff. Again, you would think that the relentless failure of democratic policy in every possible front, be it a, a crime or the economy or industry, letting you afford food or the war in Gaza, how are more people not rejecting what are just obviously bad policies? I don't know. I don't get it. But hey, I'll take I'll take their losses when we can when we can get them. And in this case, it's primarily based on their stance on Israel. From the National Pulse, you're losing progressives. Far left leader warns as Biden campaign panics over Palestine. Uh, Ro Khanna, representative from California, supposed whisperer for the far American left, has warned President Joe Biden that his continued support of Israel and its war with Hamas is costing him the progressive vote. Kana revealed the conversation, which took place when he was campaigning with the president in South Carolina in an interview with Politico about the Biden campaign's desperate attempts at damage control with Michigan's, Michigan's Arab and Muslim community ahead of Tuesday's primary. I said, you're losing progressives. You need to change, Kana said. He said, Roe, I hear you. I understand. I understand that people are upset, but I'm pushing Bibi Netanyahu. I'm just, I'm just very weak. I'm just a weak man, you understand. I'm just a weak man. I can't. I'm just the president of the United States. I'm doing everything I possibly can. But, you know, I'm just I'm just the executive of the world's foremost superpower. What am I supposed to do? 
He's writing a $14 billion check to Israel. I'm, tr- I'm really trying hard. Send that to Bibi. I just, I'm pushing so hard. Again, I see a lot of opportunity here. I see a lot of opportunity to break away from the two-party system, which means breaking away from the topics that the Uniparty agrees on, which are exclusively things that screw over the American people and cause mass, mass death around the world. Trump is the antithesis of the Uniparty. It's obvious Nikki Haley is still being run by the RNC as an attempt to unseat their own candidate, their own incredibly popular candidate. They don't want him there. But again, you know, can he even can Trump what can Trump appeal to the Muslims in Michigan by saying, you know, Israel ignores Biden. They won't ignore me when Biden calls for a ceasefire. They laugh in his face. They won't laugh in my face. I think it would be effective if they are one policy voters, if this is the only thing that they care about and and it sort of overwhelms all of their other concerns, perhaps they may be swayed by something like that, because it is true. If Trump wanted to ceasefire, he'd get it. I don't know if he does, though. But then again, with all of the, uh, you know, holdover mind control from 2016, I I don't know. I don't know if Muslims will uh, will vote for Trump no matter what he pushes, but there's a lot of, it's not just Israel, right? It's the LGBT stuff. Muslims in Michigan are the ones spearheading the effort to get that stuff out of schools. So it's like, okay, we agree on the trans stuff. Personally, we agree on the Israel stuff. Like we agree on family values. We we agree on a lot of things, especially, you know, a lot of Muslim small business owners, they're getting screwed over by high taxes and all sorts of other things that the left brings about. We know legal immigrants are like the most vociferously anti-illegal immigrant because they actually went through the process and did it correctly and don't like seeing people skip the line. There's a lot of places where I think traditional democratic strongholds could be cracked and, and brought over to a party that simply didn't fulfill all of the worst stereotypes as soon as things like Israel get involved. So the Uniparty agrees on the war in Ukraine. They agree on the war in Israel. They agree on all of the things that are dispossessing and destroying us. So it'd be nice if we could all come together and oppose the two-party system, oppose the uniparty things that we all despise, come together under somebody like Donald Trump, who clearly the uniparty is doing everything they possibly can to unseat and destroy. Over 100,000 Michigan voters choose uncommitted over Joe Biden in Democratic primary. Message to Trump. Warning to Trump, send up the searchlights. Trump, you got 100,000 Michigan voters who really want another option. It could be you. You don't have to go against Israel. I know you're not going to, but you could at least point out what a failure Biden is in trying to get Israel to change their ways and failing embarrassingly. At least for the honor of America, we should probably be able to tell Israel what to do. We are the superpower, and they're tiny. Let's push them around. Folks, we've got incredible products you need. They're game-changing. I've got great products because I treat you like I want to be treated. Plus, that's just how I always operated. As I got older and smarter, I went, wow, that's a good business system to sell people supplements that really work well because then almost everybody that orders the products reorders it. But that's not how the globalists operate. They'll put out some drug that kills you and then run a bunch of advertising for it and just switch to another drug. Well, we got a lot of great products right now. Big sales been sold out for almost six months. Bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, 95% curcuminoid. Average turmeric pills are five to 4%, four to 5%. 
and they still work. I don't know why they don't go concentrated. I don't know why they don't give them something that works 50 times better. I mean, literally, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, I just said 50 on top of my head. If something's 5% versus 95%, that's almost 50 times stronger. 20-something times. The, the point is, it's a lot stronger, ladies and gentlemen. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is available for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now. And everybody should be taking it. And, and everybody should be supporting the broadcast. I mean, we're doing really important work here. And we don't get globalist funding. We're funding people like you. So this is your broadcast. It belongs to you. The, the ball's in your court. You've got all the cards. I'm in your hands. We've got great T-shirts, Team Humanity T-shirt, the nuclear family on it, Infowars.com, 1776. Uh, we've got the uh, new Gadsden flag combined with red, white, and blue uh, design I did that I think is a great shirt. Those are at Infowarsstore.com. We also have Nitric Boost, now 40% off because we found out that who was manufacturing it for our manufacturer and went there and got a discount. So instead of 25% off, I'm offering a sale of 40% off, passing the savings on to you. Cleans out your blood, your whole body. Everybody needs this. Take action now, Nitric Boost, Infowarsstore.com. It's about to sell out. Next level foundational energy that has the breakdown of methylfolate, that is the breakdown of folic acid, that is the engine of your cells. So it doesn't have a stimulant effect like Adderall or caffeine does. That just stimulates the neurons. This just cleans out the cells and gives them more energy, and it's another level of energy. When I forget to take it, I really feel it. So I know you're going to love it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Also, it's been sold out for a while. It's back in stock discounted. And this is a stimulant with a bunch of amino acids, key compounds. Memory and focus, super powerful nootropic. Turbo Force is time release. So it hits you in 30 minutes, but lasts up to 10 hours without the letdown. Turbo Force, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. days have been a, a, a there's been a lot of discussion about the murder of Lakin Riley 
young, young woman from Georgia, college student, training to be a nurse who was out jogging when she was kidnapped and murdered by an illegal immigrant. And we've seen a lot of Democrats saying, don't politicize this. You shouldn't politicize this. This year you're taking advantage of, it's like, well, you know, we're pointing out what we warned you about. We're pointing out the consequences of your policies in a desperate attempt to change the policies. You know, politicizing a death, politicizing an attack is when you take something that is totally unpolitical and you inject politics into it. You were not injecting politics into this. It's there from the outset because it wouldn't have happened without the policies that we're arguing about. And we say we shouldn't let in illegal immigrants because some of them are murderers and rapists and we don't want them in our country. And then they murder and rape in our country. That's a direct correlation, direct causation. We say we don't want this policy. You say we do. You get your way. Innocent people pay with their lives. We point that out. It's not politicizing anything. It's pointing out the outcome of your politics. They seem to be confused by this. But it's going to get increasingly difficult for them to take this stance. And I was, I was kind of shocked. I don't know if this is because people are just reporting on it now. But this morning, I mean, it's like the entire InfoWars scroller at the top of InfoWars.com was migrant crimes, crimes committed against American people, not just young women, but babies, two-year-olds are some of the victims. And there was like four or five stories today. So I don't know if this is, there's always four or five, or if today was a, was it a Mexican holiday? I don't know. Was there something special about it? I don't know. But Eliza Schaefer put together this daunting uh, collage here at Elijah Schaefer on Twitter. At what point is it acceptable to take a country back by force? No Fed posting. With this collection of headlines, in, uh, New York City launches a $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. Army Vet 94 kicked out of nursing home to make room for migrants. Seventh migrant bust in vicious, busted in vicious on-camera gang beating of New York Times, uh, New York Police Department cops in Times Square. Half of U.S. governors side with Texas border dispute with Biden, saying Prez is leaving the country vulnerable to illegal immigration. New York officers fed up with Alvin Bragg after Manhattan DA lets cop beating migrants go without bail. They then fled the state and are going without punishment. Revealed brutally violent Venezuelan gang is using migrant wave to launch a New York City phone robbery spree. So these are all just in New York City. Texas illegal immigrant indicted on capital murder charge and cheerleaders beating, stabbing death. Undocumented immigrants will qualify for free health care in California starting on January 1st. Thousands of migrants in New York are quietly collecting welfare through a hochul rule change. Migrants brawl with boxing gloves in a fight club near a New York shelter with onlookers egging them on. Migrant security guards paid up to $90 an hour as New York City taxpayers are fleeced by no-bid contracts rushed out of City Hall, audit reveals, paying literally hundreds of thousands of dollars a day to hotels to house their imported pets. Amazon driver fins off attack from drunk, naked New York migrant and ends up in cuffs. Right, So defend yourself from the 
from the naked foreigner and you'll be the one punished by our justice system while they're let off. Handyman termed squatter hunter outlines nightmare scenario when migrants catch on to housing laws. This is a bit this is a big issue, right? We've covered the story of neighborhoods in Atlanta having thousand literally over a thousand houses occupied by squatters. What happens when the migrants realize that hey, if we just find an empty house and set up shop there, they can't kick us out. And we've covered how that happens on this show many times. Migrant suspect in Lakin Riley murder accused of seriously disfiguring nursing student as affidavit reveals grim details in case. Yeah, some of the details coming out. He was literally spotted carrying like bags of bloody clothes. Just horrifying. Venezuelan migrant uh, migrant charged with raping young teen in Virginia lacks Canadian visa requirements, fuel migrant surge into U.S. from the north. So there's a big opportunity for them. San Diego Migrant Center to close after influx of asylum seekers drains funds. They're set to release thousands a day at this point. More migrant, more Chinese migrants are now crossing the San Diego border than Mexican nationals. So just full-on invasion of tens of thousands of Chinese migrants surging across the southern border to take advantage of our open border policy to plant operatives within our borders. New York City migrant families could make up to 15000 per year under controversial $53 million prepaid credit card program. So remember, free health care, free money, free place to stay, seemingly immune to prosecution as they're let out without bail after doing things that would see any American citizen locked up for years. Is it all becoming clear just who the priority of the American government seems to be? Two Randall's Island migrant shelter residents arrested for assaulting security guard. New York City migrants busted in $5,300 shopping shoplifting spree after trafficking st- traffic stop also turns in turns up drugs. So just importing literally millions of criminals into our country. Thank you, Democrats. What would we do without you other than just have a nice life of normalcy and prosperity and and peace? You think about the problems that we actually have, wildfires, getting out of control, shutting down nuclear weapon plants. Like, that's a, that's a real issue. It's not climate change. That's the fake issue that they'll, they politicize the brush fire. That's what politicization is. You take something like a brush fire and say, ah, oh, this is because climate change, and climate change is because humans breathing, and so we have to depopulate the earth because of fire. That's called politicizing an event. That's what they do with climate change. But, hey, when you got wildfires and... Uh, weather emergencies and, you know, poison in the food and water. These are actual things that the government could actually take care of if they weren't constantly trying to scramble to deal with the manufactured problems created whole cloth by the terrible, deliberately destructive policies of the Democrats. Elon Musk points this out. Dams are bursting all over the country. America is only 4% of the Earth's population. If only 1% of the rest of the Earth moves here, it would crush all essential services. I'm ringing the alarm bell because the flood of illegals is crushing the country. This having to do with that San Diego shelter with Senator Butler from California asking the Biden administration for more FEMA taxpayer money to provide more shelter beds in San Diego after the county migrant shelter there ran out of funding she says 800 to 1,000 migrants per day will be mass released there without intervention fema the emergency funds like this is this is the crazy thing we've got we've got these emergency funds and emergency institutions there to deal with you know actual emergencies but the emergency that they're dealing with now is created by the government itself 
So they're robbing you to solve the problem that they're causing. And we can't put a stop to this? I don't understand. I don't understand. So here are the stories from today. These are all different. Venezuelan migrant who entered the U.S. illegally charged with raping a teen girl in Virginia. Venezuelan migrant in the U.S. illegally after being stopped, then released at the border five months ago, has now been charged in Virginia with sexually assaulting a 14-year-old girl, Renzo Mendoza Montez. Sorry, young lady, your innocence and, and safety for the rest of your life and uh, physical and mental capacity, it's, it's a sacrifice. It's a necessary sacrifice we have to make uh, because tacos, I think, I think it's because tacos. I'm not, I'm still sort of confused as to what the benefit is we get from the uh, migrant rapist, but I think it's tacos. So sorry you got raped at 14 by a Venezuelan dude that Joe Biden invited into the country and released on purpose. But, uh, but if you had tacos, small price to pay. We are, it's a sacrifice we are willing to make a 14-year-old being raped. Salvadorian illegal, uh, order, uh, illegal ordered deported in 2022 has now been arrested for the murder of a two-year-old in Maryland's sanctuary, sanctuary County. An illegal alien who was ordered deported in 2022 is the fifth suspect arrested in the shooting death of a toddler in Maryland, a sanctuary county for illegal immigrants. The horrifying incident unfold, unfolded, unfolded on February 8th in Langley Park, located in Prince George's County in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Rival groups opened fired on one another and stray rounds struck a woman and her two-year-old son who were walking nearby. Oh, and look at that face. Look at that face. Isn't this, this is the type of new American we need? little child-killing, child-raping criminals caught, could have been dealt with, but instead they were released on purpose to murder and rape your family. So small small sacrifice to make. Uh, did I mention the tacos? We do have tacos now. Not all energy drinks, not all energy powders, not all energy pills are made equal. A lot of them out there work really well. They wake you up and for a long time. The problem is they have a horrible letdown and they have ingredients in them that are not good for your body. TurboForce was developed by one of the top scientists, sports nutrition experts in the country. And obviously because of all the attacks on M4s, it was a private contract. But we paid him to develop what he believed with the ingredients available would be the best, cleanest, long-term, 10-hour clean energy and we were able to develop TurboForce. Only takes a little bit, and it time releases. Hits in about 30 minutes, but the different natural compounds that are in it synergistically work to give you energy on average for 10 hours with no letdown. Now, that doesn't mean if you end up not sleeping all night on it, you're not gonna be tired the next day. But if you take it in the morning, say, and then work till midnight, I have no hangover from it. My crew doesn't. The listeners love it. So I want to encourage all the viewers and listeners out there that want to support the broadcast at the same time get an incredible product, go to InfoWarsStore.com today and peruse the site. And while you're there, get a canister of TurboForce. We used to have it in little individual serving packets, but most folks told us a full packet was too much. So now it's in a single scooper, and this formula is even stronger. That's why it's TurboForce Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, TurboForce doesn't just boost your focus and your clarity and your stamina and your libido and so much more. It doesn't just do it in a clean, focused way. It also funds the info war. Are there a few other energy drinks and energy mixes out there that are, quite frankly, just as good? Yeah. 
This guy that developed ours developed those as well. But this is in the top three or four in the world. It works the best, and it funds the InfoWar 360 win. Get Turbo Force today on sale at InfoWarStore.com.